0: what to do when aspiring retailers want to learn from you and your business. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So my intention for this episode is to speak to both the retail business owner and the aspiring retail business owner in this type of situation so you both understand these types of requests and your options. This topic comes up fairly often in our group memberships. Some of you have had aspiring store owners, complete strangers DM you on Instagram, asking to learn from you or for some of your time and business knowledge. I've even heard of DM requests for personal financial or business financial information because the aspiring business owner wants to gauge what to expect in terms of annual revenue. You know, there's so many aspiring business owners who sit down to work on their business plans, although I've never done that. (laughs) Maybe I should have. But they're sitting down to work on those business plans. And of course, like I give credit to them, but they just don't know where to turn. And it can be frustrating in the world of independent retail because no one really shares information. We do in our communities, luckily and thankfully, But it's just hard to find, so I understand why they have such burning questions. Some of you have aspiring business owners that come into your store to ask for help or to be mentored. It's important to note here that maybe these newbies who are requesting your help can be harmless. Now, before you all get mad at me and before I raise your blood, blood pressure because you're thinking they're not harmless, just hear me out here. I know some of you are probably thinking, man, Kathy, you're really naive because you think this type of request is unacceptable or because you've been burned in the past by an employee who worked for you and maybe learned all the things then went off to start a competing business. I know that happens. I get it and I hear you. Unfortunately, not everyone will have the same level integrity as you do. I get it. I am not naive here, but I do want to play devil's advocate just for a moment. There are plenty of these situations where the request is not malicious. It doesn't come from a bad or conniving place. For example, some people that request this from you don't realize what they're asking for. I've heard some of you even say, because I've seen these conversations in our group memberships, I've even heard some of you say that you did this at the beginning of your journey, that you reached out to someone because you had questions and you wanted some answers, and maybe there was someone you admired or respected and you were hoping to get their help. You just didn't realize how much you were actually asking for. The second point I wanna make here is some requesters may genuinely respect you, and I just mentioned that. They may respect you, your business, your growth. They admire what you've built, and it is a compliment, even if we do worry about their intention. Number three is some requesters simply feel overwhelmed with the idea or process of starting a retail business, and they think of you because you're evidence of doing what they want to do. And last but not least, they may not know where else to turn. They may not realize that a resource like Savvy Shopkeeper exists. So I want to start this episode off by first speaking to the retail store owner in this situation. There are two things that you can do to empower yourself in this situation to really like protect your mind and your mindset. You can choose to be annoyed or not annoyed if and when someone asks you for this. I personally will choose not to be annoyed. At least I try. And the second thing is you can determine what your boundary is when this happens. This is super empowering. And that's one of the reasons I recorded this podcast. I'm recording this podcast episode. These can both be very empowering decisions. Again, personally, I don't want to feel annoyed. I feel annoyed enough with life sometimes, right? Right. And I don't want to wonder what to do in this situation where someone approaches you and asks this and you're like, oh, gosh, because depending on who it is, if it's someone you know, or even if it's a complete stranger, sometimes you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know where to point them. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid. You know, I get it. So what do I mean by setting your own personal boundary on this topic? Setting boundaries for yourself can be truly empowering. It's something I plan on talking about a lot more in 2022. We just don't realize how powerful it is. So in this situation, here are some of your boundary options. I think I have, let me look at my notes. I have five here. Number one, you can politely decline. You can just say no. You can just say I, I appreciate that you admire me, just depending on what words they use. Maybe you didn't use admire, but I appreciate that you reach out to me or respect me enough to ask that question, but I just can't squeeze that into my schedule or whatever it is you want to say. You can, my point here is you can say no, and it is more than okay. Number two is maybe you can offer 30 to 60 minutes of your time a coffee chat, a FaceTime call, a Zoom call if you have Zoom, a coffee meeting if it's someone that you like and you're like, okay, I'm willing to answer some questions, but this is all I'm going to dedicate to it. You can offer that. That's option two. Option three is you can mentor them. Maybe this person built a trusting relationship with you. If so, maybe you want to mentor them. If you'd prefer to mentor them for a fee, this is acceptable too. Just remember to consider the time and effort to do this, especially if you already feel like you struggle with juggling at all. But maybe it's someone that you do want to mentor. That is an option. Number four is you can point them to some free and helpful resources so they can get started on the journey of doing the work themselves. Tell me if this is how you react when someone asks you this question, the question of like pretty much like, can you teach me all the ways? Can you teach me how to run a retail store like you do? And you think, what? Do you realize how much work and research I put into this business? (laughs) And I know some of you think like, hell no, I am not sharing that with you. We put in a lot of time and work into our businesses. We spend a ton of time listening, reading, researching. We invest in ourselves. You know, I think about the group members who are both in the lab and master shopkeepers. They participate in those groups and they invest in themselves so that they have access to some really helpful information and access to other store owners that they can ask questions to and communicate with all in a safe space. So we do all of that. We build a business from learning, either in education or from making a lot of mistakes and then making changes because we learned from those mistakes. Well, there are lots of newbies like us who are willing to do the work. They just need someone to point them to helpful resources. So in this situation, maybe you have books that you can recommend, maybe you have podcasts that you can recommend, anything, but the Savvy Shopkeeper podcast and my blog really are both free and great places for someone to start. So you could point them there if you don't know where else to point them. Again, it's free. It's up to them what, you know, what they want to do with the information. And if you want them, at least you want to be helpful to them, you can point them there. Number five is you can recommend a professional coach or consultant. So does this new biz owner see the value in hiring and paying someone for their expertise? You can explain that there is value in working with a coach or a consultant because it speeds up the process of starting and growing a retail business. For example, instead of spending hundreds of hours on Google, they can hire a business coach and or they can invest in themselves by joining something like the Shopkeepers Lab Group or Master Shopkeepers, because there, again, is value in being in a space that's filled with information and other store owners just like you. Again, if you want to point them somewhere, I offer one-on-one coaching and consulting, and you can point them to shopkeepersacademy.com. So please know you have options in these situations, and most likely it won't be the same response or boundary each time. That's okay, really. Every time someone approaches you about this, it's going to be a little bit different. Maybe, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's a stranger, it's an acquaintance, or maybe it's a really good friend. Personally, I think I've done all of the above, all of the things that I just mentioned All all five of the tips that I just shared are suggestions. So I'm currently mentoring and coaching someone for free because she's like a sister to me. And I have the time and she's built a very trusting relationship with me. I've also pointed many people to the podcast and blog. I've offered my paid services. And I understand my situation is a little bit different because I founded Savvy Shopkeeper. But my point is, you have options. You don't have to be annoyed, and you certainly don't have to feel stuck with how you can respond in these types during these types of requests. So we're gonna flip this around now. On the flip side, you may be the aspiring retail store owner in this situation. You might be the person making the ask. First, I want to commend you for listening to this podcast, whether it's because someone pointed you in this direction or whether it's because you found it on your own. If you're the retail or if you're the aspiring retail store owner, here are, again, five tips. I didn't realize they matched, five and five. Here are five tips for you. The first one, invest in learning. Understand that many retail business owners have done the work Countless, countless hours of work. And you should prepare yourself to do the same thing, really. Whether you choose to use your time to do this or whether you choose to pay for your education or coaching to speed up the process, be prepared to educate yourself. It is a lot of work. But of course, I'm going to tell you, it can be worth it. Number two is to build relationships and trust. Do that before you ask someone of this. It is a pretty big ask. This is so simple, yet so important. And when I say this, I'm referring to building relationships. Maybe if there's a store owner that you admire, you know, go there, shop with them, ask them questions, build a relationship, take them to lunch, offer them something of course like not as not as a bribe or anything but just to start to build that relationship with someone before you just come out and ask them for something that can be so big. Number 3 is don't act entitled. Don't approach a fellow retail business owner or a retail expert in the field. Don't approach them with the expectation that you should get everything for free. That is you know, it's disrespectful to that business owner or the expert. And it is a disservice to you. There's so much to be said for taking the time to learn and educate yourself. Number four, and I know this is going to be common sense, but I just want to mention it is don't be rude. Don't walk into someone's business. It's their pride and joy. Don't walk into their business and verbally Talk about what you would do and what you wouldn't do in your own store. Don't walk around talking about the lines you plan on carrying. Don't ask the store owner for a list of their lines. Don't take pictures of their product lines and sit there taking notes. Yes, this happens. And this happens to a lot of our group members. So I know it happens to many more retailers out there. Just don't be rude. And number five is don't be a copycat. When you copy someone, it's an indication that there's a lack of confidence there. You know, figure out what you can do to build your confidence around your potential or future brand and business. Again, educate yourself so you can define what your own retail business will look like, what your own ideal customer would look like, or what your own services would look like and what you want to offer and what your uniqueness is. So you can be original. It's okay to be inspired, but it's not okay to copy. Again, unfortunately, some people won't be direct. Some people won't go to you directly to ask to learn from you. There are people out there who are deceitful. It's frustrating and sad, but it's true, I know. However, I genuinely hope This helps you when someone does approach you for help in starting their business because I do believe most people are good. One other option that I haven't mentioned is point them to this particular podcast episode. If someone comes to you and asks the question, you don't know where to begin, point them to episode 108, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 108. It's so easy just to copy and paste this link, and share it with them. Like, hey, maybe I don't have the time to do that. Thank you for reaching out to me, but I do have a really good place for you to start and then point them here. It can kind of show them both sides of the equation, and I think it's important for us to see both sides of the situation here. Remember, not everyone is intentionally harmful. Sometimes ignorance is bliss too, right? (laughs) They have no idea what they're getting into. They just might need to be given some options. And those options may or may not include you helping them. Remember that you have power here. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, I'll mention the link to this episode again, although I just mentioned it a couple minutes ago, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 108. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.